Grand Sounds. Music. Brands. Hi, this is John Groves for Brand Sounds. I'm going to be continuing my talk with Michael Kramer from Stream, the division of TBWA that does brand entertainment. They managed to make a hit for their client Nivea. They found a band, they've made a song, and they got into the charts. And in this episode, Michael's going to be telling us about their methodology. All of these... Uh, stages that go through it, first of all, finding the right song, finding the right artist, doing things in the right order. Do you actually have a, a, a kind of a process that you go through with a checklist, do this, do that, and, and when? It's not really a checklist that we're using. It's basically um, where my background comes from. I have been in the music industry for more than 25 years, which means almost every talent in the market, every producer that has some kind of a name, we know. Uh, we can talk to the producers directly. We also talk to the record companies, to the young ARs, uh, almost every week, and see what is new in the market. Uh, if we don't know it by ourselves, we have our talent scouts who know where the interesting artists are. For instance, we're just doing a campaign with a new artist from Switzerland who has no name in Germany so far, but it's already pretty successful in, in, in Switzerland. And we're trying to break that artist together with another brand. Yeah, that sounds all very, very logical. And I can see the sense of advertising agencies bringing in the experience of people like yourself. You're also very much aware that professional composers and producers for advertising music are a little bit scared of this development because there have been black sheep that forced them into all sorts of horrible things like for instance giving them the publishing rights and perhaps even uh, parts of other things which don't rightly belong to them there's a long list of negative things that can happen i'd just like to hear i mean are you involved in that kind of stuff and what's your opinion on that let me put let me answer that this way uh, we are we not entered the market as a new music company that wants to compete with majors or that wants to compete with other publishing companies. Therefore, we have not yet, we have not started our own publishing company with the idea to take more money from the poor writers and composers we involve in our films. Um, but the moment we do more for a song and for a songwriter than just using his rights in connection with a TV spot, then, of course, we act like a publisher. We act like a music producer or a record company. That's the situation with Asher Lane and the Nivea case. Uh, without that campaign, the song, the artist's career would not have been existed. But I know there are other companies out there, some rather well-known ones, where members of the Composers Club in Germany have come to us and have said they are making the publishing rights a condition of even being able to work together, which is, I mean, competitive law-wise a little bit questionable. You are aware that that is happening out there? I'm not really commenting it what our colleagues are doing. All I can say is this is for us an absolute no-go. Uh, it maybe it's because because I have always been a publisher. I've always mm -hmm. been a music man. I always know and pay a lot of respect to a copyright. I know what it is, what it means, and how important it is for the composer. So as long as we don't deliver additional benefits to a song, we're not asking for publishing. The moment we play another role than just an agent role, connecting music with a film. 
then we have a total different story. Then mm-hmm. we talk about different ideas. Then we talk about of investing money into the song, into the marketing of the artist. And then, of course, it's only reasonable that we ask for, for a stake in the publishing. Mm-hmm. Let's... Uh I'd like to just talk about something else shortly, the creative side. We started off at the beginning saying that you went to three composers who were not professional media composers, obviously with the intention of getting something authentic and natural. But you were quoted recently in the press with your opinion to sound alikes, which I found very good, saying that we must stop just copying people and try to be innovative and original. How was your approach to this thing? Did you have like a blueprint? Did you have examples which your writers should copy? Or was it more a briefing for the intention that you had for your brand? Um, That's a very interesting question because many composers, especially film composers, ask me why am I choosing songwriters? Why am I choosing uh, producers with a track record or even sometimes with no track record? The answer is pretty simple. Um, Most composers, most film composers, no matter whether they have written for advertising or for the film industry, they follow the instructions of their agency And sometimes, if they have a chance to speak to them, to the instructions of the client. The problem is that both the agency and the client cannot really 100% precisely brief a composer what they want. They just tell him, we want to have a fast-going music, we want to have a positive mood, we want to have something that sounds similar to what we have played to you. But briefing a composer needs some certain background that only producers or hopefully most music managers have. So when we start briefing the composer, most of the time they seem to know and anticipate what their client wants and what they always have proved to be right with. Um, That at the end doesn't sometimes bring the right authenticity to the film. You get a 30-second piece of music that illustrates the pictures. But what you don't get is a piece of music that stands on its own. So depending on the film and depending on the story the, the, the film wants to tell, we have make differences between the kind of music that we want. For the Nivea situation, as I told before, we needed a song. And when I need a song, then I go to a songwriter. Then I go to an artist who can do and can sing the song as in a best possible manner. When I need someone who is perfect in illustrating pictures, then I go to John Gross, for instance. Yeah, flattery will get you everywhere. Next time, we're going to be talking about the record company and why they didn't take up their option. With a hit in the charts, they let them go. Strange but true. Next time on Brand Sounds. Bye. Brand Sounds. Thank you for downloading the Brand Sounds podcast. Visit us on brand-sounds.com.